0: good morning welcome to our online worship service grace and peace to you it's another Sunday another privilege an opportunity to to join our hearts to worship God and to sing praises to him Psalms 9 verse 1 2 I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Let us worship the Lord through songs.
1: A call going out across the land in every nation. A call to all who swear allegiance to the cross of Christ. A call to true humility to live our lives responsibly, to deepen our Just
0: Let us now worship the Lord through prayer father God it is our joy to come before your presence knowing that we have access to your throne because of your son Jesus Christ we bring to you our praises and acknowledge that you are our creator you are our master you are our owner Thank you, for you are our very present help in times of trouble. We humble ourselves before you. May you search our hearts and see if there is any sin in us that might hinder us from full fellowship with you. We seek forgiveness for all our disobediences. We lay down our pride before you. We pray that you give us a heart like yours, So we could love you like we ought to love you and to love other people, even those whom we find hard to love. May you give us opportunities to serve you and to serve others, especially during these trying times. I lift up to you, your people, families who are trying to make sense of what is happening to them and around them. you uphold them with your righteous right hand I pray for all our sick brethren that your healing hand be upon them as they are listening to this prayer may you supernaturally work in their illnesses we believe Lord that you are more than powerful Powerful, more than all our sicknesses. You are greater than all our problems. Teach us to fix our eyes on you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Help us to see what are the most important things in life, especially those that are most important to you. I humbly ask, That you anoint me to preach your word may you accept our prayers and may our prayers bring glory to you in Jesus name amen again good morning Uh, the title of the message this morning is igniting movement again igniting movement i'd like to share to you the story of roger bannister probably many of you have heard who this guy is but on may 6 1954 sir roger bannister did something that everyone said was impossible he ran a mile in less than four minutes his time was three minutes 59.4 seconds Up until then, people had said it was an unbreakable barrier. Doctors made strong statements saying it was not only dangerous to try to run a mile uh, in less than four minutes. They in fact said that it was humanly impossible. This was a record that uh, would never be broken until... It was the reason I tell you this is because of our theme for 2021 discipling the nations finishing the mission Wow that sounds nice but could it be that at the back of our minds that sounds like an impossibility more than 2,000 years ago Jesus commissioned his disciples to do what seemed to be an impossibility. Have you ever wondered how the disciples felt when Jesus gave them their marching orders? The Great Commission, his parting words before ascending to heaven is recorded in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Excuse me. That task was given not only to the early disciples, but to us, the church. If we are honest enough, I mean, we could just feel the immensity of the task given to us to go and make disciples. The current world population is 7.9 billion as of May of 2021. This is according to the most uh, uh, recent United Nations estimates. Out of the 7.9 billion people, 2.38 billion, or 33% of the world's population, Christians. Very small work to be done. It's very easy to be overwhelmed by the great task ahead of us. Let me bring uh, your attention to how these early believers ignited the movement that changed the world. Now what do the early disciples have? That they were able to ignite a movement but before we take a look at what they have, let's first look at what they do not have. <laughs> first, they do not have money. They were just ordinary people. They were not rich. Most of them were lowly fishermen. They were just ordinary folks. Not only that do they, they do not have money, they do not have power. None of them were considered as holding high positions uh in society they do not hold power in government um uh, or were they you know business tycoons or anything like that as a matter of fact they were even considered as outcasts in their own society they do not have organizations they don't have a leader our lord jesus christ at that time already died rose again and ascended to heaven and from the looks of it, they were on their own. Now, let us take a look at what uh, uh, do uh, the early disciples have that they were able to ignite a movement. Number one, they have a living encounter with Jesus. That is what they had. They had a life-changing experience a personal relationship with Jesus. Not only a personal relationship, but an intimate, growing relationship with Jesus. Let me ask you, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? If not, today can be the turning point in your life. Today can be the best day of your life if you will receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 tells us, for he, uh, for he said, In the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Or you are someone who, who already had an encounter with Jesus. You know that your sins have been forgiven and that you have a new life in Christ and that you have this eternal life, the gift of eternal life. And because you are all of that, then Jesus commands you to go into all the worlds and make disciples. Why? Because you have the message. You hold the message You have experienced the message. That is why God is mandating Christians to go. Mandating you and mandating me. God will not commission messengers to go if they don't have the message. Many are going, but they do not have the message. They are presenting the Jesus of their religion, but not the Jesus of the Bible. Because the Jesus of the Bible liberates it sets people free from the bondage of sin Jesus is able to save sinners and able to forgive uh, their sins he's able to transform lives so the command is for all believers when Jesus rose from the dead and showed himself to his disciples in John chapter 20 21 Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Jesus makes clear that the church's main business is to go everywhere, to tell everyone, to obey everything that Jesus has commanded. And that is your task. That is, th- that. this is my task. This is the, the task of the church. They have a living encounter with Jesus. And another thing that they have, they have the willingness to obey. Well, that is how the early believers did it. They willingly obeyed. When the Lord told them to go, they go everywhere. When, when the, God tells them uh, to, to tell, they tell everyone About the good news. When Jesus told them to obey, they obeyed everything that was commanded to them. The problem with many Christians today is that we are afraid to speak about Jesus, to speak for Jesus. Too shy. And perhaps, you know, there is a feeling of inadequacy. Some are are even afraid to be rejected. Remember, you are just a messenger. When people reject you, they are not rejecting you. They are rejecting Christ. John the Baptist understood it very well. When he said in John chapter 1 verse 23, John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of the one Crying in the wilderness. I am the voice. I am just a voice of the one calling in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. Again, let me encourage you and remind you of the assurance that Jesus gave his church, his disciples. And this is Jesus' assurance to you. In Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 then Jesus came to them and said all authority all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me that's why Jesus said therefore go and make disciples <laughs> Jesus understands The immensity of the task. God knows. That's why he gave us his reassurance. That he's authorizing you. He's authorizing you to go. He's authorizing you, commanding you, commissioning you. Because that authority has been given to us. And not only that. In between the commandment of God for us to go and for us to make disciples, to baptize people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. He gives us another promise. He said, surely I am with you always to the very end of the ages. Slowly. And surely, I don't know. Wala na, mababaw na yun eh. And surely, (laughs) I am with you always. The word surely and always to the very end of the ages. Come. Jesus is inviting you. Not only, you know, the problem, again, of many churches today is that there are many believers, but only a few followers. See, there's a great difference between a believer and a follower. A follower is someone who obeys. Are you a believer or a follower? Jesus is still calling men and women to himself regular folks to know to, to know him to, to follow him to obey the command to go everywhere to tell everyone to obey everything that Jesus has commanded God has not called all of us to be pastors but God called us call all of us to be missionaries will you obey will you heed the call will you say jesus count me in lord i would like you to start something in my life i want you lord to ignite something in my heart see they have a living encounter with jesus they have the willingness to obey and Thirdly, they have the power of the Holy Spirit. They do not have money, the early disciples I mean. No political power, no organization, no leader. But but they have the power of the Holy Spirit. Igniting movement, making disciples is impossible without the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Sad to say that you know to many he's just a force no he's not just a force he is a person he is the most neglected person of the Godhead Wow even as Christians it's possible for us to be unaware of one of God's most awesome blessings Although we may know we have been saved, we might not realize that the Holy Spirit came to live within us. And even if we have heard this truth, we may not understand who the Spirit is or why His indwelling presence is significant. The scripture tells us everything we need to know about this amazing gift of the Holy Spirit sent to us from our Heavenly Father to enable us to become and to do what He desires. Now if you would consider this uh, uh, attributes of the Holy Spirit from the Scripture, uh, the Scripture tells us He, He convicts us of all sin. He permanently indwells us. He seals us. He teaches us, guides us into all truth. He reminds us. He uh, bears fruit to us. He comforts us. He equips us with all spiritual gifts. He fills us. And most of all, He empowers us. The Holy Spirit is our source of power. That's the truth. In igniting movement, the Holy Spirit is our source of power. The early disciples, this is what they have. So when Jesus gave his disciples the task of preaching the gospel to the entire world, they had absolutely no power to carry it out. In Luke chapter 24 verse 49, Jesus said, I'm going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed, until you have been clothed with power from on high. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But you will receive power. Oh, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth that's why Jesus told them to wait until the Spirit came in the same way if we hope to accomplish what God desires in our hearts we need to see him as our source of power and strength in igniting mission a source of power and strength in making disciples if you have Jesus if you would obey you have that power available to you the power of the Holy Spirit is God's divine ability and authority released in believers lives for the purpose of godly living and fruitful service When we walk in the Spirit, we are relying on His uh, strength to accomplish God's will. As a result, we experience the following benefits. We may get tired. Doing the Lord's work is tiring because you have to deal with people. We get tired, but we won't burn out. We may experience distress, but we won't become desperate. We won't get discouraged by obstacles. Knowing the Spirit within us will enable us to do whatever He's called us to accomplish. As God has called me to go to places, na ang totoo lang, naman talagang puntahan, ang layo, because it is Outside of my comfort zone. To meet people. You know, Naayaw ko naman talagang makilala. And it is the Holy Spirit that keeps alive in me the passion for the Lord and the compassion for the lost. To plant churches and start movements It is all by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is why we were able to plant churches in different provinces and ignite movements everywhere. When we do God's work in His strength, in His way, and with His wisdom, we'll be blessed no matter what goes on around us. Let's go now to my second question How did the early disciples of Jesus? ignited a movement the first question was what do they have and now what did they do to ignite movement what have they done number one very practical it's in the scripture the reason why it was written down in the scriptures so that you and i will be challenged to do what god has called us to do now were they able to ignite movement number one I mean, this is no secret. This is openly revealed to us. Number one is prayer. Prayer. Acts chapter 1, verse 14, says they all join together constantly in prayer, along with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. They pray. Because when we pray, we acknowledge before God that God, I cannot do it without you when we pray God does something in our hearts and in the hearts of other people prayer will set our souls on fire and can melt cold hearts prayer is the fundamental catalyst to igniting movement Jesus taught his disciples in Matthew chapter 9 Jesus says, pray that the Lord of the harvest, pray that the Lord of the harvest will call forth laborers into the harvest field. If we want to multiply disciples and create a movement, we must learn to ask the Lord for that miracle. Prayer will usher in the power of the Holy spitting that is my number two point not only prayer but when they pray the holy spirit came the power of the holy spirit acts chapter 2 verse 1 when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place suddenly a sound like a blowing uh, of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. The power that was available to the early disciples of Jesus is the same power that is at work in us. Disciple making, igniting movement, ay hindi pagalingad but it is simply relying on the power of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit will give us the boldness to proclaim that's it I go to my third point they prayed and because they prayed the Holy Spirit power became available to them and because of the Holy Spirit's power, they were bold to proclaim. My number three point is proclamation. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. Wow! As the Spirit enables them. We teach and preach the Word of God. That is what we proclaim. We teach and preach the word of God, and we teach and preach the God of the word. I believe a couple of weeks back, Pastor Danny puts emphasis on the importance of God's word. Don't be shy to talk about Jesus. Proclaim him. If there is no proclamation, then there is no proliferation of the gospel when we pray there is power and when there's power there's boldness to proclaim and when there's boldness to proclaim there is proliferation of the gospel there is expansion of the gospel the expansion of the ministry Acts chapter 2 verse 41 those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer see those that 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 were able to hear the good news during the time of pentecost when 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 peter preached uh, those that were able to hear Later went back to their own cities, uh, cities, villages, and others went back to their own nations. They brought that good news and it spread by wildfire. I remember the song. That beloved song, Pass It On. It only takes a spark to get the fire going. And soon, all those around can warm up to its glowing. God is challenging you. Be that spark in your marriage, be that spark in the lives of your children, be that spark in your family, be that spark in your office. Be that spark in your school. Be that spark in your team. Be that spark in your group. Be that spark in your church. Be that spark in your community. Come. There's prayer. If there's prayer, there's power. If there's power, there's boldness to proclaim. If we proclaim, there is proliferation. And if there is proliferation, Then there is praise. Acts chapter 2, verse 46, Every day they continued to be together in the temple courts. They broke bread uh, in their home and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily, those who were being saved. Prayer, power, proclamation, uh, proliferation. And there is praise. There is celebration. I would like to end uh, again with the story of Bannister. Bannister. After Roger broke the four-minute uh, mile barrier, in a few short months, many others also ran a mile in less than four minutes. We think some things are impossible and difficult barriers, like igniting movement, soul winning, and disciple making. They are not. Instead, there are problems waiting for a fate Filled person to turn them into an opportunity when we do that we not only change our own idea of impossibility of that barrier but we open the door like Roger Bannister did for others to also follow us will you say Lord set my heart and soul on fire that I will go everywhere and tell everyone and to obey everything jesus has commanded my dear brothers and sisters in christ god wanted to use you to ignite movements come join our discipleship groups in our church join small groups Join Bible studies. Join fellowship. This is the reason why uh, our church is keep on challenging you to be part of these small groups, to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Come, let us ignite movements. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for your promise that in starting movements, that in igniting movements, that you are with us even until the end of the ages. Lord, may you ignite a fire in our hearts so that we can ignite movements for your glory. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen.